Mac Voices at CES 2024. From CES and Las Vegas, I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is our visit to Flick. Uh, Flick has been a company we've covered for a long time. Every year they do something just a little bit extra, a little bit more interesting, and a little bit more useful. And Per Gustav is going to tell us what has happened this year. Per, it's good to, re- to see you. Yeah, thank you. It's nice to have you guys here. Yeah, we, we appreciate you uh, being here because it's it's no small endeavor to, to exhibit at CES. No, but it's also a privilege to get the chance to share it to uh, such an exciting group of people like uh, at this exhibit. Yeah, everybody is kind of excited. Yeah. I think just you, you walk around and there's just so much cool stuff. Yeah, and the energy is really great for me. This is my first CES oh, in Las Vegas, and I'm just loving the experience so far. There's so many interesting people to get to talk to. Well, the people around the Flick booth seem to be enthused as well. So yeah. what are they enthused about? Um, I would say a lot of people are enthused about our most newly released products, which would be the Flick Twist and the Hub Mini that we released in September of last year. And a lot of people also are coming to us to talk about the matter integration that is soon to come. In three months from now, we will have it ready. So you could control even more things in your smart home than you can today. Okay, so let's backtrack for a second and explain yeah. what Flick is. Sure, I'd love to. So Flick is a company we're trying to simplify life for everyday people. So technology has been something that a lot of people have seen as scary or hard to understand, and we want to bridge that gap by providing very simple controllers that anybody can use and understand to perform more complicated technological tasks so that even a grandma or a kid can understand how to operate a smart home, actually. That is our big mission. So for that, we've created a smart button that you can control in three different ways by pushing, double pushing, or holding so that it could perform different things in your smart home. Typically, you then might put a sticker on it so that everybody understands what this particular button is meant for. You could make it for lights, for speakers, for smart blinds, for a smart coffee machine like I do at home, where I would push a button where I wake up to turn on the lights, open up the blinds, play my favorite music, and have the coffee dripping straight from my bed. So the whole morning routine in one push. I I like it. And I mean, unfortunately... For people like us, we're used to technology. Yeah. So many people aren't, yeah. and then they, they just back away. And yeah. this way, you can put the button down and say, here, one, two, three, this is what you can do with it, exactly. and they get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And thankfully, we also have a, an app that's very easy to use, like the steps makes sure that you can't do it wrong. It's like you start it, all right, connect to a hub or connect to a product like the Flick Twist or the Flick Button. Then once you're connected, it's like, okay, well, what do you want to do with the push? What do you want to do with the double push? Then you can go through the full list of integrations that we have where we have more than a 1,000 existing ones. So you can also choose and pick if you want to just connect it to your cell phone to have it with you when you're moving around. Like if I'm on a bad date, I'll always bring one so I can push it for a fake call. Uh, Don't use it too often. Uh, Otherwise, uh, the elderly might use it as a distress signal. So they would tell the GPS coordinates to a particular recipient and that would be sent out if they were to press the button. Otherwise, if you have a smart home and a hub, you would connect it to all the different devices that you have in your home, but you can also do that through your phone. I honestly never thought of a flick as a dating device. Yeah, That's... No, it's not a dating device. It's the opposite. It's okay. the save you from it's a bad save you from... Okay, all right. Okay, all right, you got me. Fair point. Um, so when you say I'm, I'm using your app to connect, so is, is the app connecting to my Wi-Fi and then... Passing through the Flick? Correct. So the Flick is connected via Bluetooth through your phone or via Bluetooth through the hubs. And then the hubs speak Wi-Fi with your network to talk to your devices. Got it. How many Flicks can I have? 
You can have up to 63 flicks for one hub. Uh, it's not 64 because your phone is what you're using to set up the particular hub with different functions. So 63 is the most amount of flick buttons or flick twists that you could have for one hub. And how about um, the ability to, for multiple phones to control a given flick? Is that possible or is it just a one-to-one -one relationship? Uh, so a cell phone can only control the flick in terms of setting up the configuration of how you wish to use your flick. It doesn't work the other way around. No. Okay. I mean, I'm thinking about husbands, wives, kids, oh, yeah. which, you know, that could also lead to a lot of confusion. So it may be best left to just be one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, yeah, no, so actually um, it can be multiple users can go in and uh, control the setup and change it. Oh, okay. So it's either by creating an account or you can reset a flick button that already has programmable automations on it to change that for your particular use case. Or we have something that is like a bit of a inception of buttons called flick control. So you can change the configurations of the buttons by, for example, holding the button, wherein the commands change. So you could have a use case for your button when it's at home, and then you're about to go and you want to bring it with you, you hold, and all of a sudden it becomes a carry-along button for you. Now I want to be clear, because yeah. you talked about a Flick hub. Yeah. So this is a hub-required device. It does not require a D hub. Does the not. Flick button can operate directly with your phone only, or if you have it for your smart home, like if you're a family or if you have visitors that also want to use the product, you would need a hub so that it's connected to the internet and the buttons at the same time, even if your device is not present. What is the matter integration going to mean to Flick? I mean, we're all, we all hear about matter this, matter that, matters coming. How much of a difference is that going to make to the average user? I think that on the short term, it's not going to be uh, entirely revolutionary, and it's because there's only so many products that you can control with matter today. But it is the future of smart home and trying to create an agnostic market where you're not forced into one particular ecosystem, where this is a mission that we've had since long ago to bridge that gap and allow you to only have one hub, one controller for all your smart home devices, wherein Matter will help with this as well and simplify the integrations process for our products towards the smart home industry. We can only hope that it come, It ends up being as smooth as everybody says it's going to be. Yeah, so we'll I, I think it might take about two years at least until we get there. For more like a direct standpoint, what would it mean? Well, we're really hoping that HomeKit could get uh, Matter integration as soon as possible as we've been unable to do it for the Flick Twist, the newly released product with the Twist functionality. But the reason for it is that HomeKit doesn't know what to do with the data. That is the Twist. Uh, so with that, then we could be able to have HomeKit compatible with the Twist if Matter comes in play. Um, what kind of price points do we have for these? I know there are various products, so therefore various price points. Absolutely. So the Flick button retails at $30, the Flick Twist at $80. Then we have two different hubs, the Hub LR, which is a bit more professional that also allows you to have an open SDK so you could incorporate your own code into it. If you're a general smart home user, however, the Hub Mini, which is right there, retails for $40, being much more accessible for somebody just coming into the smart home industry and that wants something that still allows them to use all of our existing integrations so they don't have to think anew. Uh, they can use what's existing. Yeah. Uh, the website, where folks can go to learn everything that you do. Yeah, exactly. So on our website, you can find anything and everything that we do. You can shop all of our products from our website. The more you buy, the cheaper it is. We have a lot of exciting bundles uh, at different colors to choose from when it comes to the twists. Great. Parents, great to see you. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah, thank you as well. Have a good show. Yeah, thank you, Chuck. Take care. You too.
Folks, we'll have more from CES in Las Vegas. This is Mac Voices. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.